0: man we back we back we back we bouncing back like big sean up in this thing man we're going to talk about canelo saving pbc or is it is it can i save her i don't like i want to be saved girl like i want to be saved right and we're going to talk a little bit about the fights first this weekend um yeah yeah yeah. we're going to talk about these fights this weekend um and then we're going to kind of talk about uh, uh Jared Anderson comments, why I don't believe, you know, just my rough estimate that 90% of boxers don't love boxing today. So, yeah, we're going to get into all of that, man. And um, appreciate y'all for uh, tapping in. Best way you can support the channel right here, right now. Thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel. Don't forget, rate the podcast, whatever platform you're listening to on the podcast, excuse me, just got out worked out got, got in the sauna for 30 minutes then after all that i got into the shower so sorry you know, know why this? Got the hot shower they even you know hot showers are not always good and shit because they can your skin the fuck that need to soothe the muscles but uh nonetheless um but yeah, we got some fights coming up this week, you know. So start there, man. If you want to donate to the channel, Cash App Dollar Sign CJ 313 Uh Vemo CJ Good313, PayPal link in description, all that's in the description below, at the bottom of your screen, all of this in the link tree. A couple clicks away, that easy. All right. Like I said, appreciate everybody supporting the channel. Uh, you want to rewatch this on YouTube? It's always in the uh box of one-on-one playlist unless I delete it, but it always will stand on one of the podcast platforms. Podcast might not be up until the morning tomorrow. I got a movie shoot after I do this show. So um but yeah man. Uh so we got fights tomorrow. Yeah bad not fighting this. Hey we got some fights tomorrow. So you know I'll be on alert. Uh well uh, you know, young all say keep my keep your chirp on alert just like not less right, you know, I always tell you all this you never I still ain't listen to it. Y'all got Apple Podcasts and all that other bull job New Jock City is a classic album my book, especially a trap classic. So it's a classic in your boy's movie, it's your classic. Uh, it's probably one of the best trap albums of all time. Not of this time, not of that time, but of all time. And my Floyd made with a senior voice. Um, but yeah, we got action tomorrow. You know, we got action. Knock a little mama all that fight tonight, one of the say. So we got a Dominson J-Rock headline tomorrow. Make sure y'all jab that that, that thumbs up video. I still kind of got it set up. I ain't even monetized the live or nothing. I'm trying to move fast. So I'm doing that as we go. Putting it into subscriber mode and all that good-ish. Um, so yeah, Dominic J-Rock tomorrow. Erickson Luben, Luis Arias to start off there. I feel that. I tried to fit it into the thumbnail. I just couldn't do it. Um and you got Arias and, uh, and Luben. And I think tomorrow that's probably going to be a cross-road fight, maybe the the loser becomes a bona fide retiree, possibly. Maybe the loser becomes, how can I say it, uh, a for-sure, for-sure journeyman, okay? Um, I think this is one of the better fights on tomorrow night. Arias has got a lot of dog. You count Aria's out, you win. I mean, Lubin, you know, keep climbing his way to the top, and it's like, you know, Lubin continues to climb his way to the top and it's like, bro, he get right to the doorstep and then he run into a brick raw. So um some people just gotta keep chipping away and his willingness to continue to get back into the ring. He has some bad business decisions like fighting Charlo too soon. And you can tell when he fought Charlo, the physical maturity between the two, but they said his mom felt that he was ready and you know, that's why he got coach Kevin him Um you know, like he was out boxing Fondor, but, you know, Fondor, you know, did what he did, caught up with him. And, uh, you know, that's the story. But uh, but nonetheless, uh, some other fights on there. I don't know too so many of these other guys. Um, um, I'll do a video on the Spencer and Crawford undercard tomorrow. Jordan Acostas on the undercard, building his way back up. um, taking on Will, N- Will N- soto. Uh, Truex. I didn't even know that motherfucker was still active. Taking on Burley Brooks who's 6-2-1. Um, I don't know nothing about the IBS Super flyweight title fight. 200 feet of fighter. So, Fernando Daniel Martinez, Jade, Bornea. So, I look forward to that one. But, yeah, we got a little in action tomorrow. Uh, I think his first fight coming off the Fondora loss. Yep. And the Fondora loss was what, a year and two? Almost just over a year and two months later. Almost. Something like that. So, um, Arius and they had them uh, the Armory tomorrow. Ari, I already don't pay, I already don't pay to use the Armory. I don't know how true that is. Um, Arius, you know, he beat Jimmy Williams at the Barclays Center. Um, he lost to Von Alexander after he beat Jerry Hurd. Von be upsetting everybody. Um, so this was on the Javante Rolando, Rolly Romero car. I don't know if it was, it probably was on the prelims or whatever. And he got, you know, he beat Jimmy Williams and at least Arias keep getting shots. I must like him. But um I, I think it's one of those, one of those ones. Uh for sure. It's one of those ones for sure. Um him and Lubin. I think it's a uh it's a it's a, it's a really good fight. And um, I think the loser looking at a certified journeyman. the losers may be looking at retirement. Uh I believe they both made a way. Yeah, they are fighting uh like they're fighting a little bit above 154 pounds so i know lube uh cuba areas has been campaigning kind of like at technically middleweight in between middleweight i don't think he can get all the way down to 154 pounds so uh but you know quite frankly i think lubin is the better fighter but i really think it could be a toss-up just after abuse he took to uh fondor but he came back from knockouts. I don't know how his face came uh, held up, but his face didn't take too long to heal from what I understood. And um, yeah, I don't mean it's all about you know, can he overcome the trauma of uh can he overcome the trauma of losing to uh uh Fondor and the punishment that he took? And if he can talking about class for class, moving is better than Aries, but the dangerous thing about Arius is when areas got his back to the wall areas is 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 literally dangerous when he the underdog he dangerous so i don't know who the betting favorite let me look at some of the odds if i get it, if i get some time but uh i like lubin tomorrow you know i like lubin by the unanimous decision that he box areas might have a scary moment here or there i like them both lubin from uh, cuba from the midwest milwaukee with Lubin a long way pause and Kelsey kevin cunningham it's my guy but i think lubin just you know is of better class so especially with a little weight cushion too uh lubin might be a super duper dangerous tomorrow night okay um let's get to j-rock and the dominance i think a lot of people are excited for this fight big money i like it i used to have oh trifling i'm so excited you know so we got j-rock back in the ring 33 years old, I think his career over with, I ain't going to hold you up. He about to get beat down. And I like J-Rock, you know what I'm saying? He could have been, he would have been a world champion a little bit sooner had he not knocked on Charlo door and wanted, I mean, it's out it to him. He wanted to take the belt from Jamal Charlo, so he talked some shit. Said Charlo was on that. Ooh, yeah. he was on that. He was on that juice. You ain't got no juice. And <laughs> my booster voice, he said he was on that juice. You know, and he said he was on that juice. And, you know, had he shut the hell up, he would have just had a free vacant IBF belt. But hey, shout out to him. You know, old school guy from Philly, they still meat and potatoes like Detroit ninjas, man. In you know, Ohio ninjas, they want to take the belt from you. And, um, you know, now here versus Carlos Adamus, I think Adamus got the interim uh, WBC title. I'm going to get to the comment section when I finish this part of the show. And then we're going to get to the next fight after that just to give y'all an itinerary. But yeah, 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 um, he had throwback fighter. I like him. I like him when he's back against the wall. He in a good spot here. I um, want to say they made, I didn't even check out none of it. i seen some clips And I'm talking. So, he had 160. I've been at 160 technically for, for about a few fights, but he had full fled 60 for the second time in a row. Um, a dominance is for the interim title, so he get a title shot, and I believe he had like two losses in a row. He lost to Rosario, iced, you know, lost the, you know, three belts or two belts to Rosario. I thought he won three, but two. IBO don't count. You know, then came back and lost that to Vladimir Hernandez. and He looked terrible in that fight. And Hernandez turned around and lost to Jesus Alejandro Ramos. So, hey, just the way love go. But he did come back and beat Rolando, whatever, Minsalala. Um, but now he's fighting Carlos Adams, and Adams is a monster. Um, the thing about Adamus is his conditioning is trash. Um, a lot of the times, and I'm gonna get let you in on a backstory because I know some people that know some people. He lost to Patrick share, and I believe Top Rank cut his ass loose after that. Um, but the thing about this dude right here is, is that simply uh, how many times this dude went 12 once? So he went 12 once. He went no, he went 11, 10. But he never been 12 before, so that's something that J-Rock should have in his advantage. But the thing about why he gets tired, man, he like to run back to the Dominican Republic and eat a whole bunch of fucking food. He blow up, and then next thing you know, he blowing up in weight. You know, and then he gotta have a fat camp. So yeah, then he gotta fuck around and have a fat camp. So that that's that's the thing about about him, you know, if, if lately, you know. They've been, you know, he's been stopped going to the back home to the Dominican Republic and putting on weight. They've been keeping him in Vegas and keeping an eye on him in Vegas. So he ain't got, he ain't going to put on that weight right now. So he's been a lot more efficient and a little bit having a little bit more condition. Still got some conditioning issues. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you don't fix conditioning issues in one camp. You don't fix lifestyle issues in one camp. You don't lose, um, you don't lose 100 pounds. You don't lose. You know um hundred if you're looking to lose a hundred pounds, you don't lose a hundred pounds, you know you don't lose a hundred pounds your first week or your fun your first month dieting you know per usual usually that usually doesn't happen, so that's one thing that you kind of gotta recognize too when you're making lifestyle changes, even if you feel like you make them all at once um it takes time to string all that together, trust and believe me, it takes time to string those lifestyle changes together and um you know that's one thing that uh i feel that people got to understand you got to take days and put days to take one day into two two into three a week you got to take a week string a week together then you got to string you know string uh 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 months together then you got to months together and Then you got string gears together that's just what it is you know that's just exactly what it is so um i gotta continue to tell you guys change don't literally happen overnight it don't it don't you know um so uh but you know nonetheless um yeah it's a good fight and if he, he continuing to uh trend in the right direction as far as with his condition and his discipline and and, and 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 that's the biggest fight that you you're going to have um, that's the biggest fight that you're going to have when you make a lifestyle changes is the fight outside of the changes you make It's easy being a gym, do what you got to do, blah, blah, blah. But the fight is, you know, if you, you know, want to, you know, turn, I'm just using this as an example. If you want to turn into a monogamous, you know, having a monogamous lifestyle after, you know, living the free agent lifestyle to be a poly, you know, you know, it's going to, you know, you're going to, it's going to take some time. It's literally going to take some time. You just got to, you know, it's going to be about what you can do. It's going to be about what you can do when, you know, you ain't home with her, when you got free time to do what the fuck you want to do, or you ain't home with him if you're a girl, whatever you choose to do, that's on you. It's all going to be about what you choose to do, you know, in times where you test it. There's a times when I'm cutting and you know, everybody want to buy you food, buy you steak, and you want some cheesecake. You want some pie. But I knew I had to I had to be strong enough to be like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to be like, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what it is. But if he's strong enough to sit there and he stay disciplined, ain't nothing J-Rock can do. J-Rock career is over with. Uh, but I wouldn't completely count him out in this fight because when he the underdog, he's a savage. But he gonna have to outbox this guy. And the thing about outboxing this guy is that uh you know, um, he gets tired. So obviously, volume, speed, um, you know, on top of all of that, then it's just going to the body. You know, you know, you don't have one punch and knockout power. That's okay. That is that is a okay when you don't have one punch and knockout power. It's okay. You just got to understand. I got to be a better counterpuncher. I got to make up with volume. I got to do things to do different. But Dominus is a big, strong guy. Quite frankly, uh, 22 wins, 17 chaos, one loss. I expect him to knock Julian J-Rock out tomorrow. I would say about five. The later it go the more favor J-Rock tomorrow. They in the 12 round or two, because it's a WC interim fight. If, it, if that fight start going between, start making it to 9, 10, 11, 12 rounds, don't rule out a J-Rock knockout by conditioning stoppage. So I think, uh, look at Luis Aria's face. This shit crazy. You know, but... I like J Rock in this spot. I wouldn't be surprised if he won, but if it get into the ninth round, he's dangerous. he been there before. He got a great condition fighter. But I expect the Diamonds to finish him off about five, fifth round knockout. That's what I believe. So, strap out the PVC side of things uh, on that fight card. Uh, shout out to Drew and Wishing nothing but the best. Johnson. salute. My boy Chris. What it do? Where New York City at? Shout out to New York City's O Life 813. What it do, Don? Shout out to them Zos down there. Now, south, especially ones in Florida. G.K. Black, what he do, dog? He say you ain't got, dog. It's Tommy, dog. So, um, let's check out that uh Jason Quigley card. I think I spelled this dude's name hella wrong in the in in the uh yeah I did. Called this nigga Quig. Could have called him Quig or Quagmar. (laughs) Giggity Giggity giggity. Sorry, fix all that shit real quick. So, we got Jason Quigley. Uh, Should have made Berlanga go to Ireland. I guess Berlanga couldn't get, uh, obviously, uh, Puerto Rican Day uh, parade weekend in New York City because I believe Top Rank sold it up like it was a Build a Bear uh, bear that needed repair. Right? So, Top Rank that, had that shit locked. We got the game on lock. So, yeah, Top Rank locked that shit up uh, real quick. Um and um so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah quickly up in the Stein mind and uh so yeah I mean you know uh I, I ain't really surprised. Uh I feel that uh I feel that uh I feel that Quigley probably gonna win tomorrow. That's my personal opinion about it. I think Quigley got a great opportunity uh to win tomorrow. Um Yeah, yeah, I think Quigley got an excellent, he in an excellent spot tomorrow. Uh yeah, I think he in a great spot tomorrow. I think he should be able to beat Berlanga. Not sure who he didn't came off or he who he didn't he then lost to. Um or whatever situation may be, but yeah, you know he should he should he should, he should you know I I feel like he should beat Berlanga tomorrow, um, you know uh he got 14 knockouts and 22 fights, 63 percent knockout ratio, um you know he probably moving up in weight. Well, he kind of you know he has 68 versus the the Gabriel I mean he been in there with Andrade, got knocked out in two rounds. Shane Mosley Junior lost to Torian Johnson. Torian Johnson, and Andrade ain't nothing to hang your hat on he had been in there with the, the better opposition, James De La Rosa, uh, Glenn Tapia, you know, probably a faded Glenn Tapia, though. Him and, you want to see a great fight, him and James Franklin, James Kirkland was a great fight. Freddie Hernandez, he's been in the ring with him, you know. So I know a couple names on, on his resume. I know he was big hype coming out of Ireland, but um, probably a prime candidate for Berlanga to knock the fuck out of. can't get him out of there, dude. Berlanga is dog food tomorrow. But I'm going with Jason Quigley with the quickity, quickity, quiggity, quiggity upset. I'm going with it quiggity, 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 my boy, quiggity, quiggity, quiggity with the upset tomorrow. I ain't going to dislike Edwin Berlanga, but, you know, you got to know what happened with Berlanga to know what's going to happen to Berlanga. And what happened to Brother Berlanga was top rank felt like he wasn't ready, wanted to slow that ass down. Him and his team felt like they were ready and they let him go. Top rank, mistakes when they let certain fighters go. But sometimes they don't. They let Nunez Donier go too early. You know, he had a career after career at top rank. So that's one thing that you got to understand. He had a career after top rank. So it ended up working for him. Uh, But I I just think, man, if Quigley, you know, kind of want to revive his career right here, right now, right here. It's time to revive old buddy career right here and now. But if Berlanga can't knock him out, bro, I just don't know what to say. It's just a wrap. He thought he's going to get Canelo. He still can get Canelo. I mean, Canelo deal with PBC is probably going to be up in September, and he still has an opportunity to roll into that fight and get that fight and prepare itself. Appreciate GK Black and the cash app. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate the love and support. So, um, but, yeah, that's just what it is. So, you know, Berlanga can't get the knockout tomorrow. I just don't really – under, you know, I just don't think there's really no hope for him. So, uh I don't really think there's no hope for him. It's just my, my personal opinion. It's my opinion. So, I think it's going to be a bomb burner. I think, you know, I saw great fights on tomorrow. We got Jordan Acosta's fighting. Let's see on this undercard. But I'm taking quickly with the upset. Knockout upset. I said what I said. But the Berlanger don't knock him out, bro. It's a wrap. Khalil Kuo on the undercard. Shout out to him. Um, Kanaki. PBC let him go. Ain't nobody to speak of other than Khalil Kuo and Kanaki on the undercard. But uh, Kanaki fighting the joker. That's 104th ranked. 103rd ranked. Let me not be disrespectful. 103rd ranked. So, Belango Quigley. They from the theater room in the Hulu Arena, Master Square Garden. Um, So. Uh, they fighting for the WO NABO super middleweight title. I'm going with Quigley for the quiggity, Wiggity, 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 Higgity, 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 Wiggity, Wiggity knockout. So this is my opinion, but uh, if I am a Bedman, man, um, I want to win some money. I put it on Quigley tomorrow, but I think one surprise me. Berlango don't knock him out. Don't don't talk about Berlango on my platform no more. Please don't talk about Edwin Berlango. But let's move on to Canelo Alvarez. let y'all got some more questions. About this fight, Canelo, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a, it's a. Can I save PBC? I want to be safe. He came and saved Al Heyman and Little Earl Spence. You know, and the word on the street, you know, I broke that news yesterday, bro. You know, shout out to my boxing club I broke that news yesterday that can- Earl Spence is possibly in that Canelo Alvarez deal. I, I did a TikTok from my fucking bed. I did a TikTok from my bed, and I, I I did a short on YouTube as well too. So hopefully, checking out the shorts on YouTube and TikTok. Some of the stuff I post on TikTok, I don't post on YouTube too. By the way, um, FYI. Just like I just, from time to time, I want to be one this weekend. Kind of doing a uh, a bonus podcast. So be on alert for that uh, coming up. So. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, bro. Uh yeah, you know, uh hundred million dollar deal probably could be a little bit more than that. I know he be keeping the Mexican TV money as well. Too. Um, I heard they game banging out here. Uh, you know, it's that song by Ice Cube. Why this is why we call it, this is why they call us thugs, whatever, man. They game banging got PBC people somebody We don't need Al. You talk about you know, PBC haters talking about why can they go on with Al? Me and Eddie Hearn summed it up the best. Eddie Hearn said on Fight Hype that for the most part that you know, they didn't have nothing else to offer him. He didn't want to fight Dimitri Bibble, and they literally had nothing else to offer him. Now, I don't know why they just didn't try to get Al Heyman to lend one of his fighters over, but we knew that probably wasn't going to happen. He wasn't going to provide no sauce for Eddie Hearn and Canelo to dip in. And, you know, uh, if he did, he probably going to want some dates on his own. I don't, I don't know. They probably have an exclusive deal with Showtime. But they arguing about him coming to PBC at the end of the day, man, knowing Canelo, bruh. I, you know v benavidez in the deal he probably September 2024 and that's fine uh give him more time to get better I don't know if the benavidez morale winner will be in there I, I imagine that they still fighting regardless what the fuck benavidez talking about It's Al's playing. Al's playing but I don't have no problem with Canelo do because guess what I don't have no problem with none of these fighters do it will frustrate me sometimes sometimes but I'm starting to let it go it is what it is and I'm explaining that when we'll talk about the big baby Anderson part of this live stream, and I'm explaining kind of why I'm not gonna be emotionally tied in this. And ain't nothing wrong being. Don't let these niggas say they ain't nothing wrong being emotionally tied to boxing, because uh, I'd rather be emotionally tied to a sport than than a woman, because that's far more dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Far more dangerous. Um, but ain't nothing being about uh, wrong, uh, strong with being emotionally invested in, into this shit, bro. Just don't be emotionally invested into one fighter and. But Canelo Alvarez, he going to do what he do. I mean, you got the choice that you can get with this or you can get with that. Or you can get with this or you can get with that. You know, who's that black sheep that they have from Brooklyn? So you got a choice. The choice is yours. I don't think that was the name of the song. <laughs> but uh, the choice is yours. You can do what the hell you want to do, bro. So my whole thing is this, bro. a um, uh, Shout out to him. I don't really care. Um, I hope PBC secure a network deal somewhere or, see, or lock it down with Showtime. But hopefully they don't, you know, lock a deal down and go back to doing what they was doing. But you got to understand, they was kicking and screaming in my TV voice, kicking and screaming. They was kicking and screaming just to make the big fights that they made. And they regular TV fights. And I said this in the video I got coming up talking about Canelo tomorrow. And it'll be up at 12. And I said this about Canelo uh, yesterday. I mean, well, y'all see it tomorrow. Well, well, basically what I said was. You know uh or about pbc is you know instead of putting on these little small cars like J Rock and diamonds why not just you know put on some put on better regular tv cars but less regular tv cars? you'll get better ratings and then they're going to expand the budget for better content but then again if you got if you promise them a certain out a certain amount of output then you kind of got to live up to that output you got to live up with that budget but they do need to kind of like get back with a better uh they knew they need to be better with their regular TV fights, and they can be better with their regular TV fights. If these fighters I understand they got contracts and all that shit, but if these fighters ain't worth what they worth, you know, and you you can offer them something that they that they that they are that they are worth, you know. I mean, just to fight, then you will get more activity, you have more dates, and they in, in the long run, they possibly have better money and more profile. But they didn't got lazy. They didn't got lazy, but, you know, the regular TV experience has been trash, and the fans have spoken, dude. I ain't saying to fight tomorrow, man. I'm excited for, you know, for the Quigley card, and I'm excited for the PBC card in general. I got a couple of good fights on there that I'm interested in, but they can do better with the preflip fighters that they got. Everything literally don't need to be on, on pay-per-view. Let's call it what it is. Everything literally don't need to be on pay-per-view. Let's just let you know that, you know, the supply and demand ain't there. You know, your, well, your demand is not there. Your demand determines what you pay these guys. But but nonetheless, man, I mean, he here to say today they are having a great year. Um, the question is, can this continue to be the trend? Can they continue to structure uh, their business where can they structure their business where they get some structure? Some of these contracts run out where you can get some of these guys to take a little less money to make the uh, overall experience better for the fans that's the million dollar question that's the million dollar question can you make the experience a little bit better for the fans with better regular tv cards but you know when covert making uh, you know making a seven hundred and fifty thousand or five hundred thousand you know for some of the fights that that he taking I mean that's that's ludicrous, bro. And then he don't live up to the bill. It's like, uh, you know what I mean. But you know Canelo Alvarez coming is huge. I mean then you got take Davis. I mean I mean I don't know how you can argue Tate argue Davis to face a boxing, and he ain't touched none of that money that Canelo got. She not even probably like twenty percent of it. Maybe being nice. Maybe not even ten percent of that money. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know how we can sit there and fix our and fix our mouth. And uh, and say that Canelo Alvarez, you know, that he the face of boxing, man, bull job. Canelo still still the face of this shit, man. And like I said, man, the rumor is, you know, Jamal Charlo. I think that's the best kept uh, rumor in boxing. Worst kept rumor in boxing. And then you know, possibly Errol Spence and and possibly David Benavidez. And my my hypothesis is this: Errol Spence lose. Well, but this is a time hypothesis. I was just on the phone with him. He basically was saying that they just going to say Earl Spencer's was way drained, and he got to move up, and uh, he was way drained, and and then they still going to try to fight. Now, I, I can see that being true, and as long as he don't get knocked out, which I don't think Earl Spence going to get knocked out. I don't think but capable of knocking him out. I think he got too much pride. I think it'd be like Caleb Plant, or they're going to have a ref that's going to be holding that shit up and all that.
1: But nonetheless,
0: uh, they're going to make sure he don't get knocked out. Um... They gonna make sure he don't get knocked out, but uh, but uh, but uh, but uh, but yeah, nonetheless, I mean, shit, you know, just continue to look at uh, the kind of you know look at the landscape, man. You know with that dude, man. I just I look forward to uh, I look forward to you know what else they're gonna if they gonna continue this trend of fighting. But you know, people saying well the fix is in for Earl Spence and Tenscar. I think even before we found out about this, that we felt that a possible fix was 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 in play. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. And PBC kind of known for, for being fair about somebody coming over and taking the belt from one of their fighters. They known for being pretty damn fair about it. You know, they known for being pretty damn fair about it. So, um, you know, I went through the the ones in the video the other day. Sean Porter got a belt, took from you know, from him. Uh, you know, McDowell came and won the belt. I think it might have been a vacant belt versus Kamada. Um so yeah, we we we've seen people come over to PBC and, and get a belt, but you know, obviously none of them with none of none of these guys' names got drugged in the mud, like Terrence Crawford's name got drugged in the mud. So, you know, we already knew it was a possibility, and Crawford knew what he signed up for, especially if he didn't sign a multi-fight deal or he didn't sign his life over to Al Heyman. So if he didn't sign his life over to Al Heyman, then um you know, if he just signed his life over to Al Heyman, it's like, you know, then obviously that's that's big in play. They're not gonna allow him to come over and uh, whoop on uh, and whoop on, on 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 Earl, and then go run back and do what he going to do. But the whole thing about it is, you know, think about it is where he gonna go. That's the million dollar question. Where the hell he going? That's what I got to ask. Where are he going? Where the fuck is he going? He ain't going back to top, rank. We're going to shack up with Eddie. Eddie was the same one saying that he didn't have no value out in these streets. So I don't see him shacking up with Eddie neither. So, you know, and I I you know. Is they going to give him Jamil Charlo? I think Jamil Charlo, the sidetrack real quick, is another candidate to fill in if Earl Spence can't go versus Canelo Alvarez. You know, I think Danny Garcia-Lar winner is one of them. They could pay Zephyr to step aside, but... Like I said before, a lot of people are going to be skeptical about boxing and Bud needed a knockout. But I think Bud knew when he had to cross the, cross the rivers that he was going to need a knockout. So I don't think it changes nothing in the mentality. He's not going to publicly say, well, I'm going to knock this motherfucker out. I'm looking to knock him out. I mean, you see what happened with Kayla Plant, how Kenny Baylor saved him from getting knocked out, and people still blame Benavidez. Boxing is the ultimate opinionated sport. I keep telling you all that. So it don't matter if it's 100% wrong. They got it wrong. It's somebody that believed Cobra beat Rayo Venezuela. We know that's one of the worst robberies we've seen in a long time. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to go that way for the brother on the West Coast. But, hey, you know, we take our wins. We can get them throughout boxing. You know, was nobody expecting that. I, I, I for sure thought that nigga lost. He mounted a little comeback, but he for sure lost. I ain't, got to, I ain't got to be no mathematician to be no wizard to score it, man. That motherfucker lost that fight. I heard they rematch it by the way if you ain't seen my videos or nothing like that. So um but of course everybody's gonna print that conspiracy theorist hat on and but I think uh this changes nothing. You know when you cross the street, you come to enemy territory if you Terrence crawford and they would drag your name through the mud like you was a hoe ass nigga and you in sale and they did all this stuff to 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 really demonetize you in the boxing world. They probably tried to box you off from signing with other people. You uh voila magic with uh with uh with um what's them people named? BOK OK Prime made some money, stayed busy, made smart business decisions and stuff of that nature. And you know, now it's canelo the backup plan to replace Arrow, uh replace Arrow and Deontay Wilder. You're, you hear Saudi say well they not they ain't looking to sign Deontay Wilder. You're hearing that Anthony Joshua might be kind of pulling back out the fight and getting cold feet and all that type of shit. And Al Heyman might be right back with Deontay Waters. Rumors that he didn't pay him the money for the Robert Hillaneous fight. And, you know, I, I don't know what the fuck going on. But Canelo gonna move to the ace. You know, uh then, you know, his next rotate pitching rotation gonna be tank. And if Earl Spence lose, they probably that's probably why they got Canelo insurance for the next year. Um so really it's it's them two, you know. And um, if Jamal win, it's great, you know, but then, you know, Benavidez next up, Jamal, Jermail, uh next up in, in the bullpen, man. And um, really, they don't really have any other great prospects. I mean, you know, Gary Russell, 35 years old. I mean, it's pretty much over for him. You start looking up at Don Fulton, they ain't going to be no superstar. He's just lit literally too small. But people to even want to pay for those type of fights historically. There's no knock to him. He's probably the best overall fighter over there, in my opinion. Um, we see what he do with a new way. But other than that, man, they ain't got much else left over there. Top Rank invested a lot of money in prospects. Eddie Hearn invested a lot of money, a lot of money and resources in the prospects like Andy Cruz and stuff of that nature. So once you start looking at it with PBC, they really don't really have no next horse up. It's really investing. It was invested into Wilder being a wild card out of nowhere. Tank riding Floyd Mayweather co- coattail. Earl Spencer supposed to be the leader of the pack his accidents and you know, him putting his hoofs down and putting his weight down and out having to drag him outside the potty, uh, because he didn't want to fight Keith Thurman. That was the plan for Earl to fight Keith Thurman, then roll into a uh, Canelo Alvarez fight. So, you know, quite frankly, you know, it is, it is what it is, man. And, you know, Canelo moves to the ace in the bullpen over there, Tank win. But if you know Earl win, then I think Earl surpasses Tank as number two. And you know, obviously if I can get number one and number two in the ring make a big fight, but the million dollar question is um can they continue these this 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 trend of making the fights that people want to see because one thing they don't have they don't have another layer of fighters a prospect of fighters that's gonna rise up and the prospects that they do got Joey Spencer lost Rail lost Colbert lost a lot of them guys you know Lubin was another hot shot guy they got off Mike Tyson lost so a lot of these guys that they 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 prospect and, and grooming and come up they losing you know Robert Jr., you know, he wasn't a prospect. he was a world champion, but you know, unfortunately, we know what happened with him. Hopefully he can make a speedy recovery. So a lot of the guys they got, dude, that's that's on the come up, even if they sign Ryan Garcia and Ryan get free. I mean we know it's just a matter of time. You can't keep faking it until you make it. So they they it's getting it's getting slim pickings over there. It really is. It's getting really, really slim pickings over there. So uh Pepe Le Pew, which he got banned by the way. Salute the good fella from Pepe. I'm watching a Diamond's J-Rock better Under car. I agree, but I'm definitely slide and watch Quigley tomorrow. He said they gonna rob Quigley tomorrow. Mark my words. Yeah, I can see that. He probably gonna get the knock. He should get the knockout though, or somebody should get knocked out. Uh, the fact is that Jamal uh, Charlo wants to fight Canelo after two years layoff goes to show you he will sell himself for a check. I hope he gets knocked out. I hope he don't. I hope he win. I gotta win in that fight. I'm gonna go ahead and social Black Pride here. Disclaimer. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you're going through a divorce, bro. I'm telling you, man. You know, I heard guys like Coach Greg Adams said he had to go through a divorce and to live through his car and start over again, bro. So, yeah, man, I feel for anybody going through that, man. I want to see the European Western uh marriage work, but it's hard to work when, you know, somebody can lead, a, can be at fault, not want to work it out and take half your money. So, you know, you feel like you have a great connection with somebody and one day they feel like dude, they want to go try something different. But. The, you know, usually the men get the last laugh if he able to recover because, uh, you know, women go to the streets and find out shit in the streets. Quite frankly, my boy, Ronnie Boy Fresh, shout out to Slim, shout out to y'all down there, man, the DMV and BC, uh, Put me in the pocket, pocket. He said real shit. 30 only thing Canelo did was save his own legacy career because it was full of nobodies like Bud was for a while. Um, and it is what it is however you want to feel y'all just go off names names don't names don't names don't make you a great fighter bro it helps the legacy y'all was saying Bud was fighting nobody bro but y'all y'all gonna see on 7, july 29th if you win y'all don't know what y'all be talking about you know canelo I mean at the end of the day what you want him? he did it more than everybody else than did who else oftent fought undefeated guy like Austin trout. Turned around for Mayweather. Turned around for Lara. Turned around for Triple G a few times. Who else doing that shit? Earl Spence fighting niggas hand me downs, hand me down flip flops, hand me down socks. You know what I'm saying? These niggas ain't fighting nobody, bro. Javante Tavis fighting nobodies, bro. These motherfuckers is trash. They just got a name. I keep telling y'all, don't get tricked off into name brands. If you gonna spend a hundred on the shoe, make sure you get your bang for your buck, or I can flip it for two will they're, they're they're a shoe that's worth it. At least I'm gonna get a hundred dollars worth of pussy. Shit, you feel me? Y'all be going off brands like like brands make the men like the brands that they be making now. The the, the clothes don't be made of shit. So Canelo could do it. Canelo got a great foundation. Tell me somebody else that got them four or five names on their resume right now in boxing. And not them small ass niggas neither. No offense to them, I love small weight classes. Who got that resume right now? I'll wait. Who got that resume right now? you understand he can pick and choose who he want to fight. I get that. niggas then niggas doing what canelo did several years ago with crawford and spence when they should have been fought they ain't gonna say what's well, happening at the perfect time right now whatever dude but damn near 40. richie called canelo bud 2025 I don't see too much weight he said you know damn well canelo been skipping around certain fight. hey so be it who ain't earl spence been skipping around terrence crawford for six seven years some people make the case vic that they've been skipping around each other okay Tank Davis been skipping around Lomachenko for damn near just as long. Gary Russell been skipping around. Him and Leo been skipping around each other. We can go on and on. Jerry Hurd and, and Charlo continue to skip around each other. Tri- shit, Charlo don't even want to get in the ring with Tim Zhu. I don't give a fuck what he said. Things don't want to get my hand. I chose not to have surgery. Okay. Yeah, okay, buddy. Come on. You know, be would better be coming up on that. Even the guys that want to fight, they get entangled with with fighters that politically can't fight or just simply don't want to fight. And like I said, Canelo can fight who he wants, when he wants. Tank Davis got that ability. Earl got that ability, and they ain't did ten percent of what that nigga did. Joker gets so not uh, excited. Ronnie Boy Fresh say off name recognition. I mean, yeah, it's just that's how, how how our culture is. It's not about craftsmanship no more. It's just about oh, I bought a Gucci shirt. That's $8 and, you know, it's $8 short, even with them putting the embryo on there. So, Earl, Leo, Tank, all in this. Yeah, yeah, they are. Canelo done did more than all of them. A lot of them jokers been around, you know, almost as long. So, I mean, I'll i I'd be the first one to criticize Canelo Alvarez. But, damn, ain't, no, ain't nobody making no ground on Canelo as far as, you know, fighting motherfuckers, though. That's what I will say. Ain't nobody making no real ground on fighting them. Real spill. Real spiel. Real spill, but let me finish off on the main event. Let's talk about uh Jared Anderson. You know, he had a, a he did an interview with Marco Villegas where he said he don't like boxing. and uh, He basically said that, you know, he in it for the money and, you know, he want to enjoy life. And it sound like he don't enjoy boxing. He said, basically, you know, he felt like boxing became a business when he was fighting for team USA. And they would dock him for not doing uh, certain things. And I'm guessing weight requirements, workout requirements. And that's when it became not fun, when it really became a business and all that type of stuff. And, you know, he kind of said he didn't really, he kind of was like, ah, what about your hometown fans? He said, they're going to be what they're going to be. They're going to support me or not. His, uh, you know, but the thing about it, it ain't just about him. I feel that a lot of people feel the same. A lot of these guys feel the same way. they in it for the money. He was just the one of them guys that that admitted it. You know, uh, said it's the only sport that he did his own life. Um, well, you don't have a passion for something. He reached he reach a, a, a dollar amount. That he feel like he can comfortable he can live off of he make the right business investments i know jay prince will make sure that happens that's pretty much why you're there for it. you know and he feel like why well, go start a family and let these dudes 23 years old 21 years old talking about uh, settling down and starting a family and by the time they 28 and 30 you know motherfuckers gonna be going through you know bullshit and regret and wishing they lived their life man and i said this in the video live your life Live your life. You're not on the eternal shot clock like women are. Women have, you know, they lose their eggs and all that shit at a certain time. So when thirty start ticking for women, it's like, okay, I gotta leave the streets alone and I gotta go find a simp ass nigga to marry. You as a man, you can have a kid. Look at Al Pacino, 82 years old, and I'm not saying that's what you should do. But go live and enjoy your life, and you feel like you live and enjoyed your life, man. And you know, then you go out there and you kind of make the proper, you know, adjustments. You should look for somebody to, you know settle down with but the thing about that is when you look for somebody to settle down with you never find them so you know you live your life you you'll find you'll find that you'll know when you see that right person or you'll believe you know but i believe like 90 percent of fighters feel the same way they just want the money and they move like it it's no shame in them ducking it's no shame in quote unquote the advisors managers matchmakers promoters steering them away from certain fights there's no shame in it and um and they're they not, they not even passionate about it. They're not even, you know, sometimes I think they, the, the social media, uh, the social media aspect of it, uh, the social media aspect of it kind of, uh, the social media aspect of it kind of, you know, deters them away from it, in my opinion. You know, and what I mean by that, um, you know, is uh is that they hear people talking shit to them and they care about their image a little bit, but they, they don't they don't care about uh they don't literally care about uh I don't feel like they care about what people say. I don't think they really care about the integrity. You hear Charlo when he's talking about uh when he's talking about Errol, uh, when he talking about how Terrence Crawford, you know, be able to uh how uh Terrence Crawford is able to jump the line and 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 get a shot at him, these dudes don't care shit about the sport of boxing. They don't even know how it works. It's a business. It's a business. That's what it is. It's a business. That's what it is. It's a business. That's all this shit is. It's a business to them. It's a way they couldn't shoot a jump shot. They shouldn't sell a crack rock. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't do certain things. They couldn't do certain things to make money another way. This was the easiest way that they can make money. I'm telling you, this was the easiest way that they can make money. Once again, this was the easiest way that they can make money. And I'm just being real with you. This is the easiest way that they can make money. Their heart is not in this shit. Their heart is not in this. It's not. And I'm trying. And I'm trying to tell y'all that their heart is not in this shit. And, you know, and it's sad. And it is truly sad. And it's truly sad, bro. A lot of these guys feel just like Jared Big Baby Anderson. You know? They feel just like Jerry Big Baby Anderson. they in it for the money. This is why they don't care when people, when they duck in, they duck, they duck with no shame because they not in the boxing for the love of the sport. This is what they do. This is just a money grab. That's all it is. If they can go dunk a basketball, if they can go run a Fortune 500 business, if they can go on uh, um, throw a football, they'd be rather doing that. If they can go kick a, a, a football; they'd rather be doing that. This is why you know boxing is missing that that intangible that we can't really put our hand on and know exactly what what we missing. Like damn, you know, you know this is why these guys can fight once a year and have no shame and they say, "What well, the a business! I'm making more money." I mean, they're not making more money. Or it's more money in the business structure. They tell you that bullshit. Sugar Ray Leonard was touching real money, bro. When inflation, it seemed like a lot of money. But once you, you know, equal out inflation, it's about the same money. Mike Tyson retired after grossing what? Almost a billion dollars. Close to it. Uh, uh, uh You know, uh, Holyfield had made four or five hundred million dollars, bro. I say sugar literals making $10 million just fighting on NBC regular TV. So they're not a lot of these dudes not making money that ain't been made before. Canelo not making what Floyd was making. He has 50 million to fight and all that. Floyd was in hundreds of millions of dollars for fighting motherfuckers. So imagine if Canelo did strap his nuts on, fight Benavidez, fight the Charlos, fight the fights that fans wanted to see. He would be touching Mayweather type money. He ain't be at hundreds of millions of dollars. But a lot of these dudes feel just like Big Baby Anderson. This is why there's no shame in their game. That's what you got to understand. That's what separates the players from the regular men from the simps. The only thing that separates the players and the select men, they call them, my boy, Ron Wills, Ron Reels, call him. Check out his channel. It's called Ron, R-O-M, Wills uh, channel. I think it's W-I-L-L-S. The Alpha Select, man, what separates them is they don't really give a fuck how women feel. They don't really care. They know how to manipulate. They know how to operate. They know the move. They know what make them click. And then, you know, they don't, they don't get emotionally attached to, to just women. They smash and keep them moving unless they meet a woman that they're stimulating this way. And same thing with these dudes, these, these high earners and box, these dudes that just want money in box, which is 90% of them. Only time they really get mad, you know, is when they turn on social media, say they duck in. And it's gonna take a lot of that shit. It's gonna take the masses, say they ducking again. You know, it's a pride thing. But if they really was prideful and they really cared about how you know they managed in the sport, um how he really managed in the sport and shit you know uh it wouldn't take all that bullshit it wouldn't take people in earl spencer jr hometown to, to turn on him and say like he ducking Bud for him to get in the ring with bud he'd have put his foot down without him a long time ago and say it hey, make the shit happen you know and these dudes don't they don't love the fight bro when you love money Guess what happened? When you get the money, then what's next? It's hard to set another goal. I want to make more money. But you don't feel fulfilled. You got a lot of people who make good money at their job, but they don't love what they do. And they're investing into their job. They don't do nothing outside of what they do. They don't do nothing outside their job to set them up for their own business, to set their kids up for nothing, or do something outside their job they love to do that make money. Because if they did, then they go follow their passion. These dudes don't have a passion for the sport of boxing, and it shows. And I'm glad he said that. They have a passion for the money. But once they get the money, like Marvin Hagler said, you know, it's hard to get up and run when you're in silk sheet. This dude said, I'm going to retire in three years. And the message you send by kind of being openly honest, and I'm not mad at him being openly honest, but the message that you send to opponents is the ones that you knock out, guess what? If I get back up and I can test him, he going to quit because he don't love doing this shit. People were mad, were mad, but I felt him on that. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, he being honest and he being vulnerable. This is why men really can't express their true feelings, especially in the gladiator sport. But at the end of the day, everybody reason why everybody got mad because we know how this story ends. We know how the story ends. You can't be in this. You can't be in this contact sport. And I love it. You can play basketball, and I love it. You can play, you know, football, and I love it really not football you gotta love this shit bro and if you don't love it and you love what it can do and you love what it can make you it's hard to stay in it bro it's hard to stay in it it's hard and you like man what's this you know oh what's what's his weakness you love the sport but all these other guys feel the exact same way about the sport they don't love the sport They don't love the sport, and it shows. And when they actually get an opportunity to be in the big fight and soak it up, they're gonna be addicted to that. That's why Caleb Plant wanted to come back and fight Benavidez. Had he not fought Canelo, he would have never knew what it feel like to be on the pedestal and to be on the big stage like that. That's that's boxing. That's love. That's love. Then you start saying, "This is what this shit all about?" They don't know what this shit all about. Because you know, when you love the sport, then they 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 politic and they white collar your ass out of the sport. Ronnie Boyfresh Fresh say facts. He said there's so many boxers I run into that don't even like the sport for real. At all, they don't follow it, they don't watch you heard Derrick James. Oh, I don't even like boxing. Don't even watch. You, you don't even really watch the shit. And when you when you don't have a passion for the sport, it shows. It shows in craftsmanship, it shows and not wanting to do PR, it shows and not wanting to fight the best. You just loyal to the dollar, and that's a dangerous thing to be just loyal to a dollar. In any relationship, that's dangerous. If you got a homeboy that's loyal to the dollar, or the girl that you with that's loyal to the dollar, they'll sell you out for the dollar. You know, you got to find something that you're passionate about, even if it's on the side, and it make you a little bit of bread. You might be passionate about driving Uber and Lyft. Or dropping groceries off, you know, meet new people. And, you know, that might be your passion. You might say, one day I want to start my own Uber fleet or my own shit. But I will say something. I, I enjoy doing this YouTube shit. Sometimes you get frustrated talking this box and shit because these dudes not passionate about it. But I enjoy doing it. I don't, I don't really have a day where I wake up and say, "Uh, man, you know, I don't really feel like doing this shit.
1: Really not. Maybe
0: if I'm sick, you know, but, you know, a lot of this time I do this, it's a way to get away you know me conversating on here doing videos doing live streams and you know, i'm going through a tough time these are therapeutic for me we ain't got nobody else to talk to i love interacting with y'all even the people that dm me and we had conversations shared advices text messages groups you know help me take my mind off the bullshit that i'm going through money boy fresh said sponsorship bread is virtually dead in boxing yeah because how can you market somebody who's not passionate about what they do Pound for pound sports entertainment. i go subscribe to his channel. If I got any questions, I'll answer them. But yeah, a lot of the you guys, and when I mean, he said that, it kind of clicked in my head. I'm like, yeah, man, this is why you know boxing is boxing is missing that kick. This is why dudes don't really, really want to fight. They capable. But it's capable of being one of the greatest heirs of all time for sure. They more than capable, but they don't they don't have to fire. And, you know, maybe some of these dudes love doing it at one point, one point, you know, maybe some of these dudes, uh, you know, used to, maybe some of these dudes used to love doing it at one point. That's fine. And then the business, you know, took the fun, took the fun out of it. That, that happens all the time, bro. You know, so be it. That's just, it happens like that. happens in relationships all the time. You and your homies be cool and y'all, you know, money get involved. Guess what? Niggas, you know, niggas morals, you know, crumble like 1040. They say when when men fall out, I say this all the time. When men fall out, a lot of times it's over money and women. It's over money and women. It's over money and women. You know? And it's a reason for that. And that's why you can't really make money an ultimate goal, bro. It's meant to destroy every fucking thing. It's meant to destroy everything. It's meant to destroy everything. So you make it an ultimate goal, and then what happens when they run out? What happens when you make enough of it? But I wish these fighters, you know, they fought because they love to fight. I wish more guys fought because they love to fight. But if they could be doing something else, making the same money and making better money, they would they will be doing it. Trust and believe me, but hey, so I got today, man. Uh, this will be on the podcast probably sometime in the morning. I gotta split uh thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel. We want to donate, appreciate GK Black for donating to the channel. Cash App Dollar sign, CJ Good313, Venmo, CJ Good313, 3, 3, 3, PayPal link in description. Hit the link tree, find me on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Anchor Cash App Venmo, PayPal. Uh yeah, you can listen to it on any podcast in the morning, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and more. I appreciate if y'all uh you know, give me a rating on the podcast, with the donate, thumbs up, share. If you don't want to listen to it on YouTube again, uh send a box one playlist, and it'll be on YouTube still in the live tab, uh you know, think about joining YouTube Red as well too. It's another great platform I use 11 dollars a month, get the YouTube Music no ads. Not paid to promote it, but I enjoy it. Peace.